why hello once again and welcome to another episode of the Death Talk by Metal Podcast. I am Gary Grimm. I am Jezebel. And I'm Tane. And here we are once again, fellows, just bringing just poles of wisdom to, to the ears of our Pearl listeners. Pole necklace of wisdom. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it, son of a... And we're off. There we go. <laughs> uh what do we got in store this time lads i'm just going to go ahead and assume it's a bumper issue well it's well look there's something that i've been talking about uh off mic but uh let's uh give the listeners you know these lucky listeners a peek behind the proverbial curtain uh so that they may catch a rare glimpse of the process of us making our art Ah, yeah. Art, yes. Right. Uh, look, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. I feel like you guys aren't taking the artistic process seriously. And I feel like the show has gotten a little too lowbrow. Right. I, I think Deft All But Metal has the potential to be the most smartest podcast ever. The most, the most smart. The smartest? The most, the most smartest. Okay. What are you on about, mate? Specifically, what does that specifically entail, Gary? Like, it's been going great guns. Um, you know, my favourite uh, segment uh, recently was, um, you know, the one um, chick bands with nice racks. Uh, I don't think that ever actually happened. I, I, I don't think I remember that. Mm. But uh, look, Gary, I think we could make it happen just if you would give my medal up your ass segment a go. Oh, Tane, look, I appreciate that callback mm. to the last episode, but. Do you really think that that segment in particular will raise the brow of our show? Uh, I guess not. I mean, look, it'd raise something in mind, but... <laughs> Gary, this is a metal podcast, mate. This is a metal podcast, okay? It's supposed to be a bit silly, a bit, you know, lowbrow, a bit outsider. Uh, you know, it's funny that you, know, you say that, actually, because uh, it reminds me of this think piece I was reading by... Uh, French existentialist uh, Jean-Paul Sartre. Oh, uh, Sartre, blur, Gary. Uh, have you been reading books again, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Look, settle you know, down. Settle down, guys. Look, what suggestions do you have to make the show more highbrow, Gary? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I've got a couple of things. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, just uh, going to show yeah. my hand. Uh, yeah. Gary, right. you've got nothing. I've got stuff. Typical. This is typical. Jezebel to the rescue once again. Guys, never fear. I have a segment that will boost both our intellectual facade and gain us listeners. Oh, that sounds perfect. What do you got, man? Okay, I have been collecting a bunch of candid, rare recordings uh, from throughout Metal's history. And I'm willing to share these uh, with, with you guys and our dear listeners for a brand new segment. Wow, I mean, that's amazing, Jez. Uh, I don't believe it. What are you going to call this segment? Great farts in metal history. Roll the clip. I'd like to start by just you telling us what is the, 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 the primary ideology or primary ideas that fuel Gorgoroth, Gorgoroth's music. Satan. <laughs> huh? What yeah, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, before Buzzkill groom over their answers, I just want to say I love it. Yeah. Thanks, Tang. Gary, 
<sighs> so Jez, I asked for something to raise the intellectual caliber of the show. Mm. And boy, did you deliver. That <laughs> was perfect. Yes. So look, let's keep the ball rolling then. Let's head into new releases and give some really thoughtful, in-depth critiques of these albums. Sure thing, man. Uh, what new releases have you got for us, Tane? First off, I wanted to talk about Bong Lord 69's Hitting My Own <laughs> Bong From Behind. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Yeah, what, I mean, what's what's the verdict on what's that? What's the one? verdict on that? What's oh. your what's your in depth critique on my in depth critique? Yeah, it was good. It was good in that. It, it, it was, it was good. good in that. Oh, and it was that. all right. I mean, like, yeah, I had well, one riff. I mean, and that's the kind of witty repose that keeps listeners coming back again and again. Look, it keeps I think, me coming. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we've already raised the bar. I mean, uh, I think if we can keep on this pace, I'm definitely, I have definitely, and that's it. a wrap. That's the episode, it. right? It's... Now let's keep going. Okay, have you okay. got, have you got some more new releases for us, team? I do actually have some actual new releases. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Uh, only a couple, because I mean, the, later on in the show, we've we've got a whole section on death metal stuff, because there's been so many new releases of that. The listeners were informed that it was a bumper issue. It, yeah, well, yeah. is it never? A bumper, it's yeah. true. But, yeah. you know, it's it's good to remind people. Yeah. We have a bumper tissue box for this bumper <laughs> issue. Ho- hopefully the listeners are adequately prepared f- from that warning that we gave them. They're adequately lubed up and um, ready to... Warning to the audience. The front yeah. two rows will get wet. <laughs> <laughs> we are the front two rows but, uh, that's why I'm issuing the warning explains yeah, the smell issuing the warning yeah, explains the smell so anyway new releases yeah. new releases um, not sure if uh, either of you guys uh, I don't think we really oh, we talked about it a little bit in the group chat actually but uh, Cult Leader with their new album A Patient oh, Man okay I'm down to one new release <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, oh, we, we can, can talk about this because I know we all talked about it we but can I, share it yeah, yeah you, you guys share this one yeah yeah I, I've only had a brief little uh, listen through this one, so I don't really. Okay, well, Jez, do you, you want to say your piece on this we'll, one first? We'll, we'll, we'll tackle it together. Yeah. We'll, wrestle yeah. It, we'll both wrestle it to the ground. Okay, well, you start now. Uh, I'm having bad flashbacks from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cult leader, jeez, I don't know. You've probably written down where they're from, Tane. Uh, Utah. Really? Yeah, yeah the more you know. Yeah. Um, this is the first time in a couple of years now. I'm in class. I <laughs> put them in. Classic Deathwish band material. Um, it's uh, on the Deathwish label. It was recorded by Kurt Baylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was saying we we were sort of chatting briefly that to be honest, I'm kind of getting a little bit tired of that sound. You know what I, I mean? I thought this day would never come. You know, I I'm surprising <laughs> myself, but um, they've done something different. There's sort of yeah. some some sung tracks on there yeah uh, obviously he's listened to um, his sort of Nick Cave and all that kind of stuff which uh, of course I don't have a problem with so yeah it was, totally. it was really refreshing it was um, a bit of a new spin on it yeah so, uh, well yeah I, I couldn't agree more I mean like there's uh, for a band like this uh, and like you said you know Deathwish Kurt Ballow like there's like all these boxes that are ticked and it's like you know like super abrasive uh, kind of jarring uh, riffs check like uh, ballad track that kind of slows everything down before it goes straight back into it. And it's like, kind of check, but they actually, when they do their kind of slow stuff, yeah, I think you're hitting the nail on the head with the Nick Cave yeah, yeah. reference, because it is 
much slower and it's much deeper and they don't just do it for one track they actually have a couple which yeah. which gives this really um it really changes up the sort of direction of the album and the flow of the yeah, album it gives it a real like dynamic pause it is something that doesn't often happen in these kind of albums and i really yeah. enjoyed it and i felt like when it did go back into those heavier parts you felt it a lot more and yeah. it grabbed your attention a lot more. So 100%, 100%. It just, it just, yeah, it gives, gives the album that much more uh, dynamism, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I uh, was going to say too, all those bands we were talking before and we were saying like interview on Revolver website sort of week of release, check. <laughs> Picture of band all dressed in denim with um, crust punk t-shirts and bands, <laughs> check. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like... Literally recorded against the same with, wall. Recorded yeah. with Kurt, Kurt Bailu, you know, etc, yeah. etc. Et um, They're all wearing their Amoebics and Doom. Yeah, 100%. And, um, and, yeah, totally. So yeah, it was, it was a pleasant surprise, for sure. Yeah, no, I dug it. Um, also, uh, there's another one. Okay, so quick disclaimer on this one, because I was thrown. Uh, there's a new band called, well, sorry, new album from a Greek band called Automaton. Uh, oh yeah, I think I heard a little bit of this. But yeah, yeah, I didn't get a chance to talk to you uh, about it before. They've just released their second album called Talos um, through Sound Effect Records. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, they're releasing it on the 16th. The album is already available for purchase. And the weird thing was, they said it's not released until the 1st of January 2019. It's already available everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's already up. Like, yeah, like weird. for sale, not just for listening. So I was a bit... So what, what's the music like? Because this it sounds really familiar, but I can't rem- I mean, I go through so many... Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Automaton, well, nothing to do with Fear Factory. So get that out of your head. It could man. It could have been. It could have been. Like, could have, could have injected some soul into, like, a new machine. A new machine, oh, yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah. almost. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's, um... Uh, while they call themselves Psychedelic Doom, I don't think that really does them justice, because they have... Uh, it's, a lot more, it's a lot more messing than yeah, what you would think heavy. Psychedelic Doom angry. kind of evokes. And uh, so, so yeah. they've kind of taken Psychedelic Doom and they've kind of demanufactured it. What you think? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like seriously though, these guys, uh, I really liked it. It's, it's only the second full length. Um, it's apparently... I don't know if the first album was a concept album, but this one is about Talos, mythical giant of Crete, mm. uh, who is supposed to be literally metal, apparently, as well. So, would you would you say they're pushing boundaries with their with their sound? Um, like they're, they're finding the edge and they're crushing it. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say these guys are edge crushers. Yeah, but uh, but um, no, like seriously, I think they are actually pushing boundaries on what what the genre like psychedelic doom kind of sounds like nice uh i really enjoyed this a lot um i was listening to some just as you were um just before we actually started recording but i'm going to force you to listen to some later because i think you might actually really like it i know Uh, you're picky on your doom uh, but i think you might enjoy this one and i do enjoy it when you force me to do things (laughs) yeah Uh, oh is it was that all yours Oh yeah, yeah, only had a couple. couple. Yeah, 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 same. Sweet. Yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, well, because new releases. Yeah, coming up. I'll, I'll I'll let you do the intro of that anyway, Gary. Well, the, the only other one I want to bring up, sure, which yeah, you yeah, might be it. bringing up as well, I don't know, was uh, Devil Master. I did have that on my list. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So we can both talk about. Yeah, that. yeah. I, I got uh, Gary sent me this. 
uh, Cool Band, this is a compilation of this sort of um, recent material. This mm. is a compilation of their sort of singles and stuff like that. Singles, demos, EPs. All that kind of stuff. They have a full length, I think, coming out early next year. Produced by the guy that did Power Trip. Oh, yeah, that's right. Power Trip uh, and something else. And, like and something else. This guy had been involved in a lot of stuff uh, that I was sort of familiar with and, and sort of had enjoyed. This is awesome. This is like... I kind of don't know how to describe it. There's definitely sort of black metal elements in there, but there's some like just garage punk rock and roll it, it feels sort of like stuff. a garage punk golf a band that loves black metal yeah yeah I mean, that's probably the best way of describing it right? uh, yeah i've definitely got some of it playing underneath us talking now in the edit of the episode <laughs> so people can hear it and it's also in the spotify playlist for uh for this month for this month november that was a real something out of left field it was really sort of exciting you know i love it when you hear that stuff that blends stuff together so so well and it you know what it sounds fun it, it sounds like they're having an awesome time i think like, a chance to listen to it's totally really listen fun to it later. Yeah. super fun i really like the vocals too they're super kind of like washed out and just Scary. Very, <laughs> very old school black metal yeah. sort of box. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, cool. So what else you got, Gary? I've, I've only got a couple to talk about at the moment. So from October, uh, Pandiscordian Necrogenesis. Ask for it by name. <laughs> uh, this is a one-man black metal project. He, Jeez, uh, you never would have guessed by the he, name. I know, you? right? Who'd ever thought one band bands would become cool again after the days of someone with a bass drum on their back? <laughs> well, it's funny. It is funny that you should say this because you. I think on those lines, the album's called Outer Supernal. It's a one-man black metal guy with one guy plays all the instruments at the same time. At the same time? Yeah. No oh. shit. Did not actually know that. All of the songs are improvised in the sense that he doesn't go in with any kind of music or anything in mind. He just sits down and records him improvising live, basically. Hmm. Uh, his drums are played with the feet, so the bass drum and the snare both play with his feet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hands for the guitar and, and his voice. As is tradition. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you, if you didn't know that, it might sound a little bit thin. But once you know that it's this one dude playing all the instruments at once, making up these songs, it's a I kind of think really that. phenomenal. Especially kind of as someone that likes to like a lot of stomp, or used to listen to a lot of stomp blues stuff. Sure. You know those guys that that would have that sort of thing going on. I kind of want to go back and listen to this now. That's sick. <laughs> it's it's very much like a hat fits an itchy kind of <laughs> yeah. sick. with just one of them. Except know. black metal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah except yeah, black yeah, metal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Sick. So definitely check that out. Um, I also just wanted to mention uh, Worrell Dane's uh, last solo album, Shadow Work, which came out in October. Uh, he was the singer for Nevermore and oh yeah, uh, for part of Nevermore's career, and for he was the vocalist for Sanctuary as well. Uh, he died. Uh, before this album was uh, completed. Well, I was gonna say I thought he was. Yeah, he died of a heart attack, uh, 56 years old. Mm. And so the rest of the band, he he had a bunch of Brazilian um, metalheads that he was playing with. uh, 
they finished the album as a tribute for him. That's awesome. And uh, it's a really fucking good album. It's kind of very trad metal kind of stuff, but with hints of power metal in there, but not like overblown, pompous, cheesy power metal stuff. It really kind of... It really kind of fits in really well. It's, it's not too over the top and too garish and in your face. That's cool. Uh, well, I mean, that's, it's always nice to be able to send someone off who, who you know, have been quite important like that to, to have a last little piece. It's, yeah, it's pretty definitely. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really good hearing um, that music that he was working on and that it saw the light of day rather than just getting... Turfed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Uh, finally, just want to talk about a band called Arsis. <laughs> Sorry, what? A-R-S-I-S, Arsis. Fucking excellent choice. Excellent choice of band name. Yeah, that's great. That's great. This is like the pianist Yuja Wang that I found the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Arsis brought out their their most recent album this month, November 2018. It's called Visitant. And it's just good, solid death metal stuff. The thing I like about Arsis is they kind of uh <laughs> go on please gary would please you, tell us what you like about arses what would you describe it as metal up your arses <laughs> <laughs> and i think we're done yeah Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no it's kind of like a very um is it cathartic cathartic arses cathartic <laughs> would you say it's cavernous <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's very like straight. It's dirty, straight ahead, <laughs> gritty. So that's Arsis, everyone. Go <laughs> check it go out. Go check it out. You're not gonna be able to finish the dude. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Please sorry, come sorry, on. Sorry. Okay. Should I? Uh, should no, we no. We need to know. We need to know. We, yeah. The listeners need to know. Alright, it's just uh, pretty straightforward death metal stuff, but they tend to experiment a little bit and kind of uh, try different things. Uh, a couple of albums ago, what was that one called? They had an album called uh, Starve for the Devil, which was kind of like a death and roll kind of album, except unlike any other kind of death and roll album I've heard, it was very... It was, it was very heavy, uh, like very much leaning on the death metal side of things, but then it was going to big rock riffs and stuff like that. Uh, it, that was really good. Uh, I didn't hear the album in between that and this one. But, but uh, on that heavy one, you'd say they're, they're really unloaded. <laughs> <laughs> this. What happened? What happened? <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, sorry. It was just too good. It was too good. Oh, so that's no. Arsis, and uh, go, just go check it out. It's playing underneath all of this uh, tomfoolery. Please so. listen to them. Yeah. I mean, like. Look, with, with all those ass jokes just then, yeah. we've got a little bit of low brow. I think we need to raise the brow of the show okay, again. Okay, okay, right. And right, we right. need to do another Great Farts from Metal History segment. Okay, I think we need to. I think you're right. Especially yeah. after asses topical. Roll the clip. <laughs> Little bit 
too angry for me, a bit too aggressive, a bit too doom-laden, a bit too subversive. So let's lighten the mood here a little. Madness on the BBC. Oh. W was that it? Yep, basically. How come, how come songs that are so short? I mean, well, them sort of songs don't represent the band as it is today. I mean, like, that was, like, shortened to the point for a purpose. Well, look, they're rooting, they're tooting, they're electrocuting. I mean, this is music for young lovers. Step aside, Kylie Minogue, turn up the TV, plug in your pacemaker, don't get out of breath. Ladies and gentlemen, Napalm Death. Okay, next on the agenda, shall we talk about some more albums? Uh, I mean, I mean that's all we ever really do on here, isn't it? I mean, surely the listeners have to be tired of us banging on about our opinions on metal albums for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, you know, for once Gary's right. It's a bit dull, you know. For once, yeah, for once. Um, you know, opinions um, are like assholes. Um, everyone has one, and they stink. And. Uh, Speaking of assholes, it's time for another great fart in metal history. Yeah. Roll no, 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 not yet, not yet. When you're sitting on gold like that, you gotta drip feed it rather than shoot your load all at once. Speaking of shooting your load all at once, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. Whatever you're gonna say, mate. Why don't you just save it until forever? Okay, fine. Well, what are we gonna do then? We gotta keep pushing boundaries. Yeah, I mean, we gotta pursue the meaning of life via our artistic endeavors. Well, look, okay. You know what? I'm actually feeling you on this one. Let's do it. Okay, so what kind of artistic expression did you have in mind? Haikus. 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 I don't really see how haikus are going to get us closer to finding a deeper meaning behind our existence. Are, are you kidding? Haikus are great. As, as far as artistic expression goes, they're up there with beat poetry. Well, look, let's, you know, let's not write it off straight away. Um... I mean, I suppose you're right. I mean, let's hear him out. Just so he'll give us more material with which we can rag on him, really. Yeah, that's a good you point. Know? Like, it's, it's, a good, it's, it's not the first time we've heard him, like, beat himself out on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, so I, I figured we should keep it metal, and so I wrote this haiku about uh, Iron Maiden. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's nice. Okay. <clears throat> Iron Maiden rules. Shouts the man clad in denim with a pube mustache. <laughs> mm. Actually, that's not bad. Mm. Okay, okay. How about this one? Mm. Deep. Black Sabbath is great, but they have way too many riffs. One is plenty. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm feeling it. You got it. You got it. Mm. Jez, you got yeah. one for us? Yeah, I think I've, I've got something topical. Topical and current. Oh, yeah. Great. Well, come on. Hit us with it. Hit it. <clears throat> All men play on 10. But Man of Wars, Carl Logan played. Taxi. Okay, come on, man. Not cool. Not cool. Hey, I'm breaking boundaries here, like Gary suggested, huh? I'm not afraid to hold up a mirror to society, forcing it to gaze deeply. There is a time and there is a place, Jeremy. Avoid that angle. Hey, I just counted what you said was a haiku. Why do you speak such? Oh dear, can't you hear? Tane, you just did it as well. Haikus are catching. We're all doing it. Speaking in 575 syllables. Um, help? Let's just continue. It's only annoying if you're pedantic. Gee, who do we know that is pedantic as fuck? Carries who I mean. 
I really don't want to be a pedant, but you should say whom I mean. Gary's a pedant? Correct me if I'm wrong, but is that like Carl Logan? That's a pederast. Guys, I think I know a way to break this damn curse. For crying out loud, do what you must to stop us speaking in haikus. Okay, this should work. <clears throat> King Diamond's overrated. What the fucking hell, man? He's the goddamn king. How dare you speak such blasphemy on this podcast, you cur? But it worked. You're not speaking in haikus anymore. And neither am I, actually. You're right. I'm sorry, Tane. I know you were just saying what you had to to break the haiku curse. Look, just as long as I don't break the oath, eh? I see what you did there. Well done, Tane, my man. Now that it's over, we can proceed with more farts. Hang about. Five... Seven, yep. then five syllables. Mm-hmm. Jez still has a case of the haikus. Yeah, yeah. Look, no, I, I don't think it worked because Jez doesn't actually really care that much about King Diamond. He doesn't... It's okay. It's okay. Let's see. Uh, I think I think I can break Jez out of it. Uh, I've got something here. Mm-hmm. All US black metal is inferior to Norwegian second wave black metal. Oh, see, this is just bloody typical, isn't it? Of BM, black metal elitist, BM elitist. Stroking your beards, your neck beards, stroking off over your bloody emperor demos. There are heaps of excellent black metal bands in America, I'll have you know. Jez, 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 settle down. It, it worked, man. You're not speaking in IQs anymore. I cued you. Oh, you're right. Well, whew. It was an ordeal. Yeah, look, that must have been really annoying for the listeners. Totally, but mostly because they can't see all the dialogue written down in the 575, so it didn't really make a lot of sense, probably. <laughs> oh, Gary, always trying to break that fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> Jeremy. Right, dear listeners, about a month ago, Gary sent uh, me, and Tane, I should say, a list uh, he felt like that death metal wasn't... Uh, there was a lot of new release death metal that wasn't being uh, properly represented. So we were tasked uh, to choose a couple of records off the list and uh, give them a good old seeing to. So uh, now, without further ado, I feel like we right should... Right up need... the arses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like we should have a name for this segment. Because it's just written down there as death metal from October. You know how we sing like a breaking the silence? Sure, and it's, sure, it's sure. And, and we've got great farts in metal history, which, I mean, is, is fantastic. What, what do we call this? Um, death in um, October? I don't know. Ga- Gary, G- Gary's List? Gary, the, Gary's List? No, it doesn't No, it doesn't No, Have you got an idea as to... No, I actually don't. Oh. I, I was literally throwing out there. I just thought of it. Down. <laughs> I thought you were I'm, setting this up for... No, no, no. I'm improvising all of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I was just calling it Death in October in my mind when I was thinking about the order, the running order of the episode. Well, let's just go with that. Let's go with it. Listeners, Ready? One, what two, would you three, have called it? Death in October. Death in October. Death in October. Death in October. Totally wrong genre. That's fine. Missed it entirely. I think it works. I think it works. 
I mean, it's got the right amount of syllables. We didn't actually rehearse that either. So, so that was yeah, right. five, seven, four, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Let's not go back to that. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, Gary, seeing as though you did all you, of that hard work, you kick us off, mate. Yeah. Well, there were there were three main uh, releases that uh, I thought w- would be uh, good to talk about. And after he wiped himself down. Releases. Yeah, ejaculate. Anyway, so yeah, in October, a shitload of uh, good and a shitload of middling and a shitload of not so good death metal releases uh there were three kind of standouts i uh, i felt Mm -hmm. uh one i was going to suggest we do a breaking the silence on and that was the new uh bloodbath album uh shit i didn't write down what it's called the arrow of satan is drawn yes it is yep for those not in the know it's uh, nick holmes on vocals from paradise Lost, and is nystrom and Jonas renk renk Anders Nyström and Jonas Ransk, yeah. From uh, Catatonia, Martin Axenrod from uh, Opeth, mm-hmm. and Joachim Carlsen from Kraft, yeah. who I was super happy with joining the ranks of this death metal super group. Yeah. Uh, that it be, that it be. There were also. It's not that it be, I'm not a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the tracks also has uh, guest vocals from Jeff Walker from Carcass, John Walker from Cancer, and Carl Willits from Bolt Thrower. Mm-hmm. Now, now Memoriam and uh, Max Walker, Max Walker, Johnny Walker. <laughs> uh, any any others? Guys? Walker Texas Ranger. Walker Texas Ranger. Uh, Walker uh, Shortbread. Don't mix with Texas. Uh, all my exes live in Texas. <laughs> I think we're out. I think we're, there were a lot of guests, and they were from very unexpected quarters. On yeah, this album. yeah. Good yeah. game, guys. Good game. Yeah, yeah uh, that's good. Look, I, I was really keen to hear what Tame thought of this Bloodbath album because I know you're a big fan of the earlier stuff. Yes. Uh, with uh, Mike, Michael uh, from Opeth. Yeah, Michael Oakfeld and uh, Peter Tuckerman as well. Even though he only did one album, yeah. still that was very high up for me. And sure. I, I, I have to say, like. Uh, you know, I, I, I do try and stay very open-minded when when there is a band that has a lot of lineup changes. Obviously, like you know, like um, like Martin and a bunch of the other guys have been doing it for a long time. But this is a band that's had three different lead vocalists. So, and I, I would definitely say each period has been very markedly different in style, sure. uh, not just in vocals, but what direction the band has chosen to go in. And I, I do have to say, I think I've said it on the podcast before as well, I'm not a Nick Holmes fan. Uh, I'm not a Paradise Lost fan. I should be on paper, but I just don't really... Like, I've seen them live. Um, having said that, um, I, I didn't mind this album. Um, the All of the guest spots, I, I thought it was a really cool thing to do. Um, you know, they're a well enough established band where I think it's appreciated, and I, I think people will enjoy it a lot. Having said that, um, I did find that I, I couldn't pick a standout track. Like, it was all okay, and it was fine. It was very, very gritty. Um, actually, I'd like to know what um, if you guys agree, but I actually thought that the sound, like the production and the riffs and everything, is a, a lot more like American-sounding rather than Swedish. Like, I don't uh, know. Gary? I'm not a production guy. I, I kind of just listen to the music over oh sure 
I mean, like, um, but, um, you know, they're, they're a very, like, uh, an iconic Swedish death metal band, sure. and, and, and Sweet F has a very um, particular sound. I mean, I guess, I guess so. For me, it sounded like, almost like a... 80s uh, horror movie soundtracks the way it was produced well that's what I'm and, saying like, and there uh, was a vibe to, of that throughout the whole uh, album I, I felt well yeah that, that kind of like uh, like I was saying with the production it's like rougher and raw slightly more American sound and I don't just mean that in the production but I mean like in the riffs and, and it sounds like American death metal more so than, than Swedish death metal to me uh, uh, I, I definitely heard a little bit of uh, the craft influence in there from Joachim mm. uh, Carlson, mm. uh, and I really liked that. What did you think of that particular album, Jeremy? Yeah. I would also like to express my interest in yeah, that particular I, I, death metal album. I, I agree with you guys. It was, uh, it was an album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Came out. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So. Sick. <laughs> You don't have anything you you want to say about that one? I didn't listen to that record. Oh, I, I didn't did. listen to that record at all. I thought you said you didn't listen to them. No, I just listened to the one that I had to listen to. I didn't realize I had to listen to all of them. I listened to my ones, the ones I chose, ah. and then I didn't listen to the other ones. And to be honest, if I'm being 100% honest, I'm glad I didn't. Do you know why? why because the two I chose were shite. <laughs> So, if it meant I had to, you know, putrefy my ears with more... Well, let's, let's talk about... Arsus. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. What were, what were uh, yours? I had to do... And why uh, were they shite? Let, let, give us just one first, and then we'll talk about some other stuff, and we'll come back we'll to it. We'll come that. back. Okay, well, the first one... Uh, actually, I shouldn't... That, look, I didn't really enjoy both of the ones that I listened to. Uh, this is not really my jam. I listened to Outer Heaven. All right. Uh, the Realms of Eternal oh, Decay. That surprises me that you didn't like that one. No, didn't. It was just. Look, I shouldn't say I hate it. I shouldn't say they were shite. Sounded like death metal. You like death metal? Go and listen to it. It sounds like kind of black and death blows ground like that fucking god knows what. Like, mm. yeah, it was just middle of the road death metal. If you're into death metal, and you know, death metal was a weird genre for me, man. Mm. Like, sure. there is same, a lot same. of subgenres within death metal. And death metal guys love death metal. You know, this is kind of like black metal heads. You know what I mean? Like there's de- there's metal heads that will only listen to death metal, and then the Swedish, the American stuff, all that kind. Of, I've listened to enough to kind of, I you know a little bit can hear maybe some differences, but I'm not an efficient aficionado by any stretch of imagination. This is a bog standard down the middle fucking death metal record. If you like death metal, you probably like it. If you may, I thought it was fucking boring. Next, is it? It's really funny. Like um. Like it was produced well, it's heavy, blokes. There were growling. a bit of reverb on the vocals there. I thought that was not enough. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Not enough. See, no. there, there we it have kinda, it. Yeah. It kind of put me in mind a little bit of uh, Undergang and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, see, look, I think I chose them because I swear I've heard some of their stuff before. I swear I heard an EP or something like that. I went out of heaven, right? I think I heard them before. I was really underwhelmed. Like, it is just death metal. It was, you know, well recorded, very well played, well produced. Cool. You know what I, mean? I think I should probably uh, maybe do a little bit more research is into segments as to what people enjoy in, in this group here <laughs> and what they know. No, but 100% if it was up to me, 
You know what I mean? Like we'd be listening to so more Kurt Bauer. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 not even. It would just be like, guys, this progressive bluegrass band is really got it going on right <laughs> it's now. The it's the new thing. Are you talking yeah. about Zeal and Arda or <laughs> No, you just mean No, I think it's good. I like be, I like Zeal and Arda too. I like Zeal being challenged. Yeah. I like listening, discovering new stuff, stuff I want to listen to. That kind of stuff just ain't for me. That's fair enough. Like as it's not bad. For me it was just a if if no one had heard death metal before, you, that's probably a good example of the genre. Right. Right. Okay, well, <laughs> there's Jeremy. I'm disappointed these things. I'm not going to like everything. No, you know no, what I mean? That's good. Like, that's good. Matter, you know? That's good. I'd rather have differing opinions rather than us sucking uh, black uh, death metal band dicks. Yeah, Although yeah. that would be good for the video. That would yeah. look good for the video. That that's that's why the band's set up. We would probably and make we've a got a guest coming in right now. <laughs> um, Oh. Well, Jez, it's funny you say that. He's all the members of Our Heaven right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and right behind them, after the yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. Speaking of sucking the dicks of death metal uh, members, here's Corpse Grinder. Oh, shit, it's as thick as his neck. Ooh, yeah. Uh, it's like a little mushroom. That's <laughs> Some say he still rides. <laughs> uh, well, okay, well... Just between me and Team, then, if you didn't listen to these albums, uh, there were a couple more standouts, uh, I thought, for October, and that was Unleashed's uh, The Hunt for White Christ and the Hate Eternals album. And I didn't write down the fucking name again. Uh, Upon Desolate Sands. Yeah, no, your memory is serving you well. <laughs> so. What did you think of, of those ones, Ken? Well, um, uh, Unleashed, the Hunt for White Christ. Uh, so, Unleashed, Swedish band, yes. so already hitting some more Swedef. Yes. Uh, and these guys are, are very much more, um, I guess, traditional uh, for, for Swedish death metal, if you're unfamiliar with them. Um, well, Johnny Hedlund, um, the, the guy, the creator of Unleashed, was originally in Nihilist, which became Entombed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so he, I think he left in 89 or something like that, right before Entombed really started uh, is that Roll. Wolverine Blues? Is Wolverine yeah. Blues. What an album. Yeah. Well, left with, Hand Par. With the yep. uh, old mate from the helicopters, right? The uh, drama played in the helicopters. Oh, yeah. Fuck, what's his name again? I can't remember. But um, yes. Um, Kuli Unisun or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've just been re- revisiting uh, Left Hand Path. I haven't listened to Wolverine Blues in ages, but Left Hand Path was uh, excellent. Album. I, I know we're maybe totally we should have been reviewing. Yeah, I know <laughs> we're going off topic because this is the bloke who left before all of that stuff happened. Yeah, that's that true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, and look, I mean, uh, yeah, like uh, they're, they're kind of doing concepty stuff, like the hunt for white Christ is kind of uh, you know. Well, that's a character that kind of came up a couple of albums ago. Very much based on like um, uh, you know, like a, a, a lot of kind of stuff set in in Scandinavia is more based on the mythology and this is kind of actually a little bit more based on real life like historic stuff sure but it's also kind of like a it's not a accurate historical retelling uh, no, he no, uses no, no. history to tell his own story yeah uh, totally but like the white Christ really cool. was kind of seen as a like that was like a very derogatory term for, for new believers and the kind of people like um, yeah. you know Harold Bluetooth or like Oh yeah, like uh, you totally have freedom of religion, but if you do believe in the old gods, I'm actually going to kill you, or you have to leave the country, kind right. of thing. And that that happened into Iceland as well. And 
So, I mean, it is very interesting if, if you're unaware, because normally it is just like the Norse Pantheon and whatnot. It's just really good Viking death metal. They're, if you've heard their previous albums, they're not, you know, changing the formula very much. But I kind of feel like they're what a Monomarch would sound like if a Monomarch didn't find that, like this formula that's almost like a parody of themselves. It's kind of getting to that point, isn't it? Mm, I, I mean, yeah. I love Monomarch, but... They like Vikings. Yeah, yeah. They do. They really they, do. They really do. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was a solid album. Like, I, to be perfectly honest, I haven't actually listened to that much of them before. I did go back and listen to a bit. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, with this kind of stuff, I, I kind of have to be in the mood. Like, uh, Gary knows, and Jez definitely knows, that I'm, I'm very picky with my death metal. I have to be in the right mood. Sure. Um, but I enjoyed this. Like, this one wasn't bad. Uh, I saw them at Hellfest actually, I think it was it was either 2012-2014, one of those years. And uh, such a solid, really good live performance, even better than the recordings I felt. So, yeah, cool. Uh, Unleashed, The Hunt for White Christ, check that out. Uh, what did you think of Hate Eternal as well? Um, so this is one that I kind of, um, I'm more on the side of jazz, where, uh, it was, it's, um, so these guys, like, Florida, you know, yes. so very, very, Eric like, Rutan, uh, yeah, the, the, the master, yeah, the death metal producer, yeah, totally, and that's it, you know, like, I think, um, this very much exemplifies, like, your classic American death metal, like, I mean, it's fucking Florida, it's like the home of American death metal, pretty much, but, um, uh, it's, been to Florida, there's not much else to do there, really. Oh, sure. get old, die, oh, get yeah. eaten by an alligator. Yeah, I'd be Natural wishing disasters. for death too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's called death metal. Uh, yeah, 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 I'd be that angry as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, Hate Eternal, what do you Hate Eternal, like, honestly, like, it was, it was American death metal. Like, it, it's the kind of thing that I'm less into, but I did give the album a red hot go. Um, and, I mean, it was good. Tasted little riffs, everything was cool, but honestly, I was hoping you two would talk more about it. <laughs> well, I, I didn't listen to it. I got, I got this segment wrong. I didn't realize I had to listen to the other ones. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Because like, that's, a, that's, that's a lot. Well, this is, this is what I was going to say, like, uh, and, you know, not, not liking all death metal stuff, and I sat and listened to everything that was in the list before I picked and everything else. Gonna say some of it was a punish. Like, oh uh, yeah, there was there was some terrible. And I know you did. You kind of did that on purpose because you you said at the start of the second too. But... I, ju I just wanted to put everything death metal that came out last month just to kind of because there was so much of there it. There was you know? absolutely heaps. You're right. But but what was one of your choices, Gary? Personally. Well, I, I just wanted to riff on hate eternal. Oh yeah, just yeah. Go for on. a second. Are you um, not gonna eternally hate on it? Like, uh... <laughs> I'm not. I really enjoyed that album. Uh, on first listen, it was kind of in the background while I was doing other stuff, so mm. I was just like, yeah, it's a, it's a death metal album. Yeah, that's kind of what I, uh, I I know Hate Eternal, I know the earlier stuff, I've interviewed Eric Rutan before, and he's a super nice guy for a huge death metal dude, you know. He's, oh, they're always super nice, yeah, unless exactly. they're white supremacists. And uh, a lot of that early, early albums are really kind of impenetrable, just big walls of death metal. Uh, that uh, a bit uh, challenging to listen to, mm -hmm. and I kind of felt this one is a lot clean, cleaner sounding than that. Uh, it's kind of a bit 
cooler sounding than uh, a couple of albums ago, Phoenix Amongst the Ashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, f- I felt that was a little thin, and that now they've kind of gone into a bigger, fuller media sound. Uh, but yeah, I still had that feeling on the first listen that uh, it's just kind of cookie cutter death metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty. Then last night I was listening to it again just to kind of take some notes and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and. There was so much going on with the guitars and just all these little bits and pieces just kind of in there that I wouldn't have noticed if I was just casually listening, but because I was just sitting there focusing on it, there was heaps to really get into and there's a little bit of melody in there, though not too much to kind of, you know... Oh, thank goodness. I was yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, God. like, uh, okay, so I do agree, and there, I should have elaborated on that. More. There were cool yeah. intricacies in there, uh, cool uh, bits and pieces, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's worth a couple of listens just to kind of. Oh, yeah, and I mean, if you are a death metal fan, like. Fuck yeah! Like listen. I mean, if you're a death metal fan, you're already into. Yeah, you already you already would have. <laughs> we're, we're not selling yet anything that you, you're not already. But selling. I mean, like the, there were some really tight, tasty little riffs there as well, which are and and as you said, like I think that that kind of classic impenetrableness can be off-putting if you're not in the mood for any reason, which I kind of wasn't when I was listening. But when I was kind of sitting there and, and had it on in the background and was was kind of taking notes and everything else. And there were some points where it's sort of like, oh, hello, like, uh, like that, things that kind of came up from that sort of morass. They're definitely uh, evolving and they're definitely pushing their sound. And it, it is so amazingly tight. You have to be for this kind of shit. So, well, let's, let's move on from Hate Eternal. Let's hear about Benighted, which was the other one that, uh, Jez was Yeah. Into. Yeah. Uh, do you, um, do you like Black Dahlia Murder? Probably like these guys too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I kind of actually I was surprised. I liked Outer Heaven less than I thought it, I would. Yeah. I like this more than I thought I would. Interesting. Um, which I thought was interesting because this is a bit more I don't know techy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is uh, is this tech is this tech death metal? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say touches on it. Um, so the, the kind of original tracks were okay. Yeah, it just reminded me of Black Dahlia Murder. There's some live stuff on there. Uh, didn't give a shit about that. Um, they do an At the Gates cover, so I'm, you know, if you like Swedish oh, metal, yeah, that yeah. might excite I didn't you. That. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was again. It was black metal. If you like black metal, you probably like it. Oh, uh, or, or death metal. Uh, death metal, you probably like it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it was, again, it just wasn't. Uh, you know, it was missing a little. Uh, missing something. a little. Missing a little. <laughs> missing a little. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I I was surprised as well about how much I enjoyed that album. Well, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to because it, it's definitely got the kind of really low peaks almost peak squealing yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. vocals and that, that shit gets old oh, yeah, unless yeah, it's yeah. done really well and mm. I, I don't 
think they necessarily do that no, really but, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was fucking death metal. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, sorry, I'm not being very impressive with this segment. I'm sorry, guys. Do you know what I did discover the other day though? Mm. Speaking of, so you did your little uh, yeah. See, do you know what people are into these days? I looked it up. Go on. What what sick, disturbing things are people into? And I think we can make this work for us. Yes. I saw that people on YouTube are into, and we'll definitely get back to the metal in a minute, um, the, the, the death metal, um, but people now on YouTube, they do videos uh, of, and they whisper. Have you seen this? ASMR or whatever. A- ASM. What, what is it? AMSR or ASMR? What is it? It's supposed to simulate like a... Hold on, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it's supposed it up. to simulate like um, a tingle down your spine or something like that. Yeah. Oh, up, right. your, up your... Up your... Up your hoo-ha. Up your... Up your arses. Up your arses. <laughs> Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Oh. ASMR. Okay. Yeah, cool. So it's like kind of like uh, getting getting a physical response and doing some hippie shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a, but yeah. I I figure maybe so we can start give it a kind of going like we can. It was a really good black metal record, and people want to hear that. It's sexy. I think you mean death metal. You know what I was talking about. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry for being pedantic. See, I love it. So next, see, (laughs) I am rigid. That really sucked for the people watching the video who can't hear what we're saying. (laughs) They can listen to the podcast. Yeah, listen to the fucking podcast. You can listen to the syndicated podcast. So, so I just think, I think that's something to think about in the future. Mm. You know what I mean? We can turn people on. While talking about metal, I sure. thought you were going to talk about death metal moving away from the pig squeals, going more towards this. That's, hey, that, that, that's that, the next step in brutality. That yeah. is, yeah, that's good. Hmm. This, this is the wave of the future. Can I'll you, listen to. Oh, it's almost you, like um, can, Jez. Could you improv some death metal vo- uh, lyrics in, in the ASMR kind of style? Okay, right. So okay, get get so, some get so some get, royalty free music. Yeah, get some royalty free. Just edit this in. Blasts going right. Yeah, so in yeah. the background, I have it, and it'll be like. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to shake you in your spine. You can't. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh, did it just get hot in here? Can, yeah. I, can, <laughs> I, can I have a go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's one. Here's one. He's up ready. He's stored in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I got another one. I got another one. Okay, I got another one. I can't shit it. Combine it. Whisper memes. Yeah, Whisper yeah. memes. Can I just try an existing um, death metal? Oh, lyric? Please, yeah, yeah, please, please do. do. Yeah. Yeah. I come blood 
I knew we were gonna do that one. Oh. I, was, I was thinking you might do like a chaser style, like rancid amputation recital in that <laughs> kind of style. But I think we've this had, is something we've, we've had, had a lot of fun here. New genre. We've, we've had, had a new we've, genre. We've had a lot of fun here, and yeah. uh, I think now you probably won't finish talking about the records. True. Well, I, I did actually have a couple that um, that yeah, definitely well, spoke to me. Let's a just bit briefly more. go over a couple of ones that we like. Uh, Garod from France with their album Ethra through Overpowered Records. Um, so these guys, uh, progressive death metal, um, which is actually, uh, I think until like, like Voivod and stuff recently, I hadn't even thought about progressive death metal for quite a while. It's kind of it dropped off my radar. Uh, Obscura stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, true. Um, but it's that's actually something that I really enjoy. And these guys kind of actually made me like this album. Rigid. They kind of actually made me think a bit about older Voivod stuff. Like, the the new, the last two things that they've done have been kind of a little bit different. But this made me think of their older stuff. I gotta give it another go because I tried listening to that album a couple of times and just was like, I'm not in the mood or... Well, I can understand that because some of the other things that probably spoke to me more than they did to you is that it also reminded me of like really old school like Mastodon stuff. Like all the Mastodon era. I mean, having said that, like the... The riffs... Well, the vocals are not really that similar at all. Uh, and the riffs for Garota are a lot heavier, I think. But kind of, some of the wibbly, some of the... Some of the me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that definitely made me think of Mastodon a lot more. Uh, and, but also, there were a lot of... There's a really wide variety of influences for this album. I, I, I found... I would even venture to say there was some almost 90s metalcore sections for like split seconds mm. to really kind of... Ooh, they yeah. were, they you, were developing you don't, quite You don't a want more than just a split no, second. No, no, no. And ah. it's not my kind of thing normally I'm at interested. All. But... <laughs> oh, now you got me interested. Yeah, yeah, Keep talking. It, it, um, that's not the kind of thing that I would normally be into, but it definitely painted a very vivid, uh, uh, wide-ranging tapestry. I guess. Like, it, it varied quite a lot. And so I actually gave this a couple of listens because I, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, and Anything else? The other one, which is, I think, the first one we talked about, and you were going to um, recommend this one to me, uh, but I was I think I was already listening to it, <laughs> is Utre Tomb with the uh, album yes. Necrovortex through Temple of Mystery. Uh, this one isn't on the Spotify playlist, guys, so you'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's um, on Bandcamp. So. Yeah, but the... Um, I just kind of, it turned up in my YouTube ramblings, and the description just automatically sold it for me, because it just said, uh, primitive haunted death metal from Quebec City, Canada, with disgustingly French lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, Uh, oh yeah, like... Ooh la la. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, So, I mean, (laughs) musically, it did have... (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Uh, musically, this is uh, a bit more classic death metal, um, which normally I wouldn't really be that sold on. Yeah, comme si, comme ça. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it actually, these guys really made me think of local band The Plague quite well, a lot. Yeah. Um, like honestly, like if, if you are familiar with uh, with 
our own Mike Ryan from Sydney and uh, and the band The Plague. Do like a little bit of Mike Ryan. Yeah. Well, these guys, I would say, pretty full Mike Ryan as far as music is concerned. <laughs> They've gone full Mike They've Ryan. Gone yeah, full yeah. Mike Ryan. There's no return from going full Mike Ryan. But seriously, I was, I was. Uh, it's like French The Plague, and I thought that was fucking awesome. Awesome. Like Shit. I really, really enjoyed it. Well, in the realm of Frenchiness, mm-hmm. uh, from Quebec in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, Cryptopsy, one of, responsible for one of my favorite uh, metal albums of all time. Not just death metal, but just metal in general. If, if someone... You know, when people that don't listen to metal ask you questions about metal, if you like metal, and one of those mm-hmm. is, what's the heaviest... Uh, album you ever heard I always put them onto None So Vile from uh, Cryptopsy which came out in fuck like 93 94 95 somewhere Jeez, in that this, period hang on I know that record dude yeah yeah and then they did it the singer leave or he died yeah or oh no he left or, uh, he might have gotten kicked out it, and, and, he came, they never and then he came back and then apparently he got, being so vile that was yeah well uh, Lord Worm <laughs> was the was the dude? What from, a name! Uh, he, he got brother the name from Doctor One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He got the name from His brother was more successful. Yeah, and he wasn't a real lord. So <laughs> he, wasn't a, <laughs> yeah, he, he was a duke, an archduke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, lord Worm actually got the name from eating live worms on stage. Classic, uh, of course, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really out of control lyrics uh, and vocals. I mean. Uh, and yeah, so they then they had a couple of other albums, Whisper Supremacy and Daniel Bag and stuff. Whisper Supremacy, oh guys, they they already created. They already ah, uh, damn it, ah, uh, damn it, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the the vocalist on those weren't quite as good. Then they had Lord Worm back for a little bit, and then they kicked him out of the band again. Anyway, they've got this uh, vocalist shit. What's his name? Matt Magachi. Let's say Matt Magachi. Uh Matt Magachi Kamenachi? And yeah, yeah. So uh, this uh, this new EP that they bought out, uh, the Book of Suffering Tome Two. Uh, so Matt was on Tome One and and this one Tome Two. And uh, they're a lot more polished than the non vile era stuff, but they've gone back more towards the heaviness. Of that era, just with a cleaner and tighter sound, not okay. as loose and chaotic as the Nonsense Wild album. And uh, Matt actually does a really good job on this EP. Uh, there are some moments there where it's like, whoa, shit. Hmm. Some moments on there is like, shit, is this Lord Worm or is this Skin? Hmm. Uh, and he really kind of just pushes his voice to the limits on this. And, I really like that. Plus, uh, Flo Monnier, I think. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Monnier. Uh, is one of the best fucking metal drummers of all time. I don't, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. His drumming is fucking insane. And yeah, it's a definite, definite standout on this EP. So mm. that's worth checking out. I have to give it a listen. I, I would like to know as well if. Um with uh, Lord One, why they kicked him out a second time. I do wonder if it's like, you know, like in the 70s when I like think Black I... Sabbath had like the like cocaine budget that would always get blown out every month. Maybe he had a worm budget that was blown out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just another couple of things I wanted to talk about. Pete Sandoval, uh, who used to be the drummer from Morbid Angel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back with uh, Terrorizer. I'll see. Uh, they just released an album, Caustic Attack. 
We've got Lee Harrison from Monstrosity there on the guitars, which uh, really kind of changed the sound a little bit of Terrorizer. Uh, so they've had Pete's basically been the only real uh, constant member of the band uh, for, from their inception in the early 90s, I think it was. Uh, so the, the sound has changed over most of the albums. This one has gone more of a death metal sound than a grindcore sound. It's really good. And Pete Sandoval's amazing. So that's definitely worth checking out. Pro- I'd say it's probably the best stuff since their, their first album. So that's worth checking out. And finally, a band that often gets called dark metal. So in the in much in the same vein as Bethlehem and, and those dark metal bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eternus is uh, back with a, an album called Heathen, and I can see why it's called dark metal because it's very melodic. There's a lot of clean guitars with the distorted guitars, giving it with that little bit more depth, mm-hmm. a few more layers. Uh, but the the vocals and uh, sometimes the blasting in there is very very death metal kind of sound. Uh, the so that came out in October as well probably going to be in my top albums of mm. 2018 uh, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to make the cut because i That's really really enjoy that album we are getting very close to that period where we're going to be uh giving our own view list so for something that's right to be so, uh well, coming in so late it'll probably be next episode i'd say shit it will be too well yeah, we're gonna we're probably gonna be jazzless uh for a little bit as uh, well yeah. aren't we so yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll sort something out. Shame, shame. You can hear them uh, warning <laughs> there. Um, maybe, so, we, maybe we should have saved the death metal segment for them. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, yes, there's a lot of death metal out there. So if you like death metal, you can go and listen to it. I'm sure Gary's put some on the uh, the list, the Spotify playlist. You know what, Jez? I certainly did. Thank mm. you. Um, but really, I don't think I can go a minute longer. I think after a segment like that, you need a good old fart. We need to really lighten the mood and let's get another great fart in metal history roller tape. You know when Gene Simmons is ready to rock and roll. Oh my god, hey Gene, it's your Aussie friends. His tongue leads the way. Oh my god, you are terrifyingly big. I love the way you guys call me Jane. <laughs> My name's Jean. That's what I said, Jane. And Jane is a proud egomaniac. Who do I admire more than myself? Nobody. <laughs> I'm spectacular. Are you really? Oh, I'm stunning. Tell me about the makeup. Have you ever slept in your makeup? Sure. Sometimes with somebody whose name you never bothered to learn. <laughs> How many women have you slept with? Well, sleeping had very little to do with it. I'm a married man, you know. How many women well, have you had liaisons with? Yeah, less than 5,000. Less than 5,000? Yeah. What was the figure you 46, put 46, 4,700, something like that. I would do anything to become the center of attention. Hold this. Okay, now hold this. Just kidding. (laughs) 
Uh, you can't get me standing up, but... Oh, wow! Tell me about when you first started putting on the makeup, the high heels, the codpiece. Did anyone kind of look at each other and go, hmm, do you think we're going a little bit far here? No, no, it immediately felt godlike. It immediately felt important. And it is the armor that you wear, the, the, the battle suit that you wear, which, you know, you wield the sexual power. I get to be one of the gods who walks the face of the earth. Do you still think that you could pick up pretty much any woman in the world? Yeah. Any woman in the world? Yeah, not think. Yeah, I know it. And when a man knows it, it is the ultimate aphrodisiac for a woman because this idea of being whisked off and I want to know and be and all this kind of stuff. But it means nothing. It means nothing because it is, uh, it is just love and leave him. But whether Jean wants to admit it or not, beneath all that male chauvinism and body armour, there is a softie. When you look out into the audience, and from my vantage point, they don't see this. Every once in a while I get a lump in my throat and I have to turn away and the tear comes out. But I can't show that because I'm the big bad wolf. Seriously? When I see a five-year-old kid seeing Kiss for the first time and the make... Oh, boy. And the makeup is on his face. And Dad's got the makeup on his face. And the kid's doing this for the first time, and his tongue is out. And Dad sees the pride, and there's the connection. A family. That's the best part. That's when we really rock. So what did you guys think of that fart that we just heard? You know what I thought of that fart. I can the see. Heart, I can see what you the thought. The hardest of. part is choosing my favorite one. I thought the hardest part was your dick right now after hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you really had to spell that one out. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what this episode is about. It's, it's nuance. Nuance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Subtlety. <laughs> it's always a Subtlety. race to the dick joke. Isn't yeah, yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. Or a race to the dick in teens mum's case thanks uh <laughs> before we before we wrap up teen you wanted to to say a little something uh we, we we're making a, a video of this episode being recorded so people viewing the video uh can see that teen looks a little bit different yes why yeah. why is that teen it is because uh so it's the first time i've done it and i hate it but i have shaved all of my facial hair off, uh, but not, I've not lost my senses. It's all for a good reason, and that reason is Movember. And yeah, like, I know the first time we're being serious on this podcast at all, but Movember is an awesome uh, charity month-long event uh, to raise money and awareness for things like prostate cancer, for things like um, men's health issues, both uh, physical and psychological. Uh, so they do a lot of excellent work for that. Um, I've had a lot of those issues hand, sort of uh, make themselves present 
recently, and so it was time to actually do something about it. So I do have a Movember profile. So we can throw um, up that link, right? Yeah, I'll put a yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Put a link on the SoundCloud and on the Facebook posts. So yeah, but find it. but also, I mean, it's still the start of the month. If you you know look it up, read up about it. If you feel like um, contributing, that's awesome. But if you want to do it yourself and raise money, you don't have to do the shave. You can also just like fitness shit and other things you can do. Or you could actually grow a mustache. Yeah, well. I mean, it, it's just even that solidarity, and also um, it's doing those things like, I mean, Jez can't unfortunately take part because he can't grow facial hair. But, well, but you can do things like set yourself uh, I fitness challenges. Can't. I actually yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah. no, that's why. Well, that, that's exactly for for people who are hirsutely challenged. Yeah. Um, there are other things you can do, but. Uh, I encourage Follically you. challenged. And other people encourage as well. You know, do those things like uh, go to the doctor, talk to your friend who's depressed. If you're depressed, go and talk to someone. It's just that time to do it. If you're depressed, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. That's, That's true. It's 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 very true. That's your first mistake there. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, a, a lot of uh, people have turned this off, and you know. It's single, it's it's single probably gunshot and all you know yeah all of that yeah. stuff yeah I, I I think yeah it's probably that explains the listenership yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry <laughs> <check it> out. <laughs> that's why it keeps dropping yep so uh, we'll, yeah so we'll throw those links up so everyone can get involved um and jump online and yes yeah, it's really appreciated uh, yeah, were there it's any for other, uh, it's for a good cause were there any other shout outs any other things coming up Gary uh, on the horizon f- probably. Probably, probably, but probably, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, no. yeah. Just well, I, I promo think I, your own shit. That's uh, <laughs> so. Is that gonna wrap it up? I feel like this has been a bumper issue. Yeah, bumper issue. I'm Gary Graham. Yeah, There's well, a, hang on, guys. Hang, hang on. So one other thing uh, that I wanted to say, I haven't actually really contributed anything to attempt to raise the intellectual bar of this podcast. I don't know, man. The far thing is pretty classy. It's witty can be extrapolated upon endlessly. Um, I mean, do we need anything more than that? Well, while that's true, I think we should hear what Tane has. Okay, okay. Okay, guys. I think it's time for us to do the Metal Up Your Ass segment. Oh, for fuck's sake. Again with this segment. Okay, fine. If it'll shut you up, let's do it. Okay, well, look, right. I, I, I've got a few albums here. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I, I've, I've covered... Well, no time like the present. Here we go. <laughs> okay, I've, Jez. I've, I've got Glad Rap oh, uh, wrapped around them so you can't really see. And, you know... Jez is already bending over. He's very keen. <laughs> he, well, let's be honest, he hasn't been wearing pants the whole... Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. It's I mean, true. oh, barely. I mean, you can even see in the video, it kind of looks like he's not really got much on. Mm. But, uh... I am comfortable. <laughs> Oh, well, look, I mean, let, let, let's check Jez, but I feel like you're, you're not a kind of guy who will need that much lube just, in this. Just in go this for it, Jez. I reckon just uh, raw dog it right up just there. Just go for raw it. Raw dog it. Yeah. Raw dog it. Here we okay. go. Ready? Yeah. Okay. And... Ah. It's, it's a little Ooh. bit... Oh, Ooh. oh no, Ooh. no, I found the give. There Ooh. we are. There we Ooh. are. Ooh. That's, yep. that's spicy. Yeah. That's oh. spicy. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, yeah. oh that, was, that was really good. Do, do you was... know which album it is? Hang on. Um... Bark at the moon. Yeah, uh, yeah. There you we got go. it. Yeah, straight yeah. away. Uh, yeah. I, I think. I mean, you you can kind of feel a J.K. Lee in there, rather yeah, than yeah. Randy Rhodes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'm it's gonna. Got me pretty, Randy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Look, I, I'm gonna say this uh, segment's uh, pretty 
a bit better than I thought it was going okay. to be. I've been telling you this. Let's, let's, you let's this. try one on team. Let's see how All right, okay. Okay, right. okay, Here okay. we go. Ready. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Assume the position. Is someone, is, is someone going to take me out to dinner first? Maybe. No. And no, here we go. And like, ah! Ooh. Jeez, I was not ready for that at all. <laughs> no, wear it so well. Uh, I, um... Mm, so I, that, how's that grab you? Swish it around on the, yeah, like on the palate? Fine, yeah, just, like just let me feel line. it in the palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what are you getting there? The anal palate. I, I can definitely feel my body absorbing a lot of black ink. Mm, and so okay. I'm guessing mm. it's definitely a black metal album. Okay, like, you got um, it. Uh, it's, it's got a little bit of... Um, a little bit of a certain je ne sais quoi. Okay. Uh, is it, Gary, is this, is this revenge? Ah, uh, it's close. Oh, close, but yeah. you're almost there. Uh, okay, okay. Um, I feel, I feel like. Hold I'm on, let me just French. give it a little bit of a twist. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh man. Uh, is it Canadian? It is Canadian. Yes. It is Canadian. Um, I, I don't want to take too much time because this uh, is doing a lot of internal damage. It was blasphemy. Uh, so you were so close. But, I, uh, should, I, I, I should have known. Can someone please take that out? It's, uh... <laughs> All right, Gary, your turn. For the first time on mic, drop your pants and bend over. Okay, here we go. Okay, ready? Ready? Do you, do you, uh, I've got a stick of butter here if you need it. No, let's, let's, let's no? just do it. Okay, we're raw dogging it. Raw dogging it every way. Okay, here we go. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that, that was easy. I, I walked right in. Hey, hey, Jess. Jess. Yeah. Just check this out. Okay. Ah, roomy. There's so much space in here. Um, I, I wonder how much the, the, the rent is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's gross it's and it smells like rotten shit, but I mean, it, it beats Petersham by a long shot. It's a fixer-upper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Whoa. Whoa. Hang on. How does that work? Gary, how'd you get in here? Oh, my head's usually up my own ass anyway, so... Oh. Here I am. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Fair call. So, uh... Hang on, hang on. What's that? Well done, gents. You've made it. Hey, is that... The, the ghost, ghost of Benny Hill? Hill? Yes, tis I. How about that, eh? <laughs> nice to meet you, Mr. Hill. What are you doing here? Fellows, I've come to congratulate you. As you are certainly aware, I spent my life trying to make the classiest comedy with the highest of brow. In this episode of your podcast, you managed to exceed me in graceful nuance by inhabiting this young man's rectum. Ah, <laughs> yeah, fucking nice. This is truly an honor. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is great. It truly is, but it just leaves one question. Uh, how are we going to end the episode? Pat a bald guy on the head and then chase women around in your underwear. You, Mr. Hill, are a true artiste. Hit the music.